Jean is dead. Has any one ever tried to put upon paper all the little happenings connected with a dear one, happenings of the twenty-four hours preceding the sudden and unexpected death of that dear one? Would a book contain them? Would two books contain them? I think not. They pour into the mind in a flood. They are little things that have been always happening every day, and were always so unimportant and easily forgettable before. But now—now, how different, how precious they are! Now dear, now unforgettable, how pathetic, how sacred, how clothed with dignity! Last night, Jean, all flushed with splendid health, and I the same from the wholesome effects of my Bermuda holiday, strolled hand in hand from the dinner-table and sat down in the library and chatted and planned and discussed, cheerily and happily, and how unsuspectingly, until nine, which is late for us, then went upstairs, Jean's friendly German dog following. At my door Jean said, I can't kiss you good night, father. I have a cold, and you could catch it. I bent and kissed her hand. She was moved. I saw it in her eyes, and she impulsively kissed my hand in return. Then, with the usual gay, sleep well, dear, from both, we parted. At half-past seven this morning I woke and heard voices outside my door. I said to myself, Jean is starting on her usual horseback flight to the station for the mail. Then Katie entered, stood quaking and gasping at my bedside a moment, then found her tongue. Miss Jean is dead. Possibly I know now what the soldier feels when a bullet crashes through his heart.